Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. It's episode number 71 today, making good progress towards the 100. And we're going to be talking about our Liverpool out of the title race. We'll address the game first. Manchester United 2, Liverpool 1. A scoreline I don't think many people would have predicted before kickoff. But, Harry, it was a very good performance from Manchester United indeed, wasn't it? I mean, it was. But Liverpool were lackluster. Liverpool were poor. Yeah, you know, credit to you. United play, <clears throat> United play well. Don't get me wrong, but Liverpool were rubbish. They mm. were all over the place, defensively poor. I mean, as they always are. Usually, I mean, not always. But, you know, even like Van Dijk had a bad game. Joko, yeah, as we know, Milner was absolutely well. furious at Van yeah. Dijk after the first goal. Trent got actually done by the one-two between Alanga and Eric. Trent got done every five seconds yeah. by the looks of it. It was. Good from United, but very, very bad from Liverpool. So I think we'll start with Manchester United, then move on to Liverpool and discuss the main topic. But in terms of what Ten Hag got right, I think he absolutely smashed it in terms of personnel, but also tactically. When you play a big club, which Manchester United, I think they now need to look at themselves as a bit of a smaller team facing bigger teams. Yeah, They set up very compact defensively and sprung on the counter-attack, and they got two goals like that. I don't even think 2-1 is a fair reflection. I think 3-0... Probably would have been a better reflection of the game. I think United absolutely smashed it, and Alanga should have put away that early chance. And then Liverpool got a lucky goal, so I just managed to head it home. Yeah. I mean, it does still show United's defensive mishaps when that's happening. I it's just a mess in the box. What we saw to the reason they got that goal is we we saw it towards the end of the first half, and we saw it towards the end of the second, which is when they got the goal is that United worked so hard, you know, last 5, 10, 15 minutes of the half, they were starting to tire, yeah. starting to lose it, and that's how Salah scored. Well, I also think then Ten Hag maybe made a wrong sub. I think when you need, when players are starting to tire, you need others to come on and work hard. Ronaldo's not that player, because he was not pressing. But they got the win. So I think bringing on Fred and Mbappé at the end, just to get him across the line was... Was good, but yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it says it shows fresh legs. when you bench Maguire and Ronaldo, it's a good team. It was a good Man yeah. United fielded a good team. I've mean, been saying for a while they need improvements. I think that bringing in Casemiro is good. I think Martial being back in the fray now is going to help them massively. Flipping over to Liverpool, then do Liverpool still need to play, bring in more players? Hundred percent, they need a midfielder. That is a must. Because last night proved that they do not have depth in midfield. I, I agree. James Milner isn't good mm, enough. I just don't and, agree with that. But well, I mean, like they they got overran by McTominay. I, I think that Liverpool side should still be beating that Man United side, and I can't really understand why they didn't. That's why I'm saying they're not good enough. Maybe they just didn't work as hard. But seemingly Liverpool just—they looked like they had their backs against the wall the whole time. Yeah. United pressed high, and that really. Stop Liverpool from being able to create anything. And that ball, the ball, the ball, the balls between Trent and Van Dijk were fan, were fantastic. Was exactly what they needed. Well, sorry, between Trent and Gomez, you know, yeah. it, we saw Rashford get through once on, and then Trent had to foul him to stop him scoring right on the edge of the box. Yeah, I think you know, Van Dijk had a bit. Was, Ra- Rashford absolutely yeah. bodied him, and then yeah. yeah, Trent had to trip him up. Alanya got in. Because, uh, was one on one with Allison at one point. Martial had a good chance. But also credit to the Manchester United fullbacks: Malassia, Mark, Salah, and Trent. To yeah. some extent, out of the game, Dallow did the same job on Luis Diaz because we know how tricky Luis Diaz can be. 
to defend, even if he's not got, even if he's the only one that's able to create anything, we know he can create a chance out of nothing, we know he can get a goal out of nothing, we saw that at Crystal Palace, so it's weird that Liverpool didn't manage to get anything, I think United absolutely smashed in terms of the tactic, I think Liverpool a little bit complacent, and now zero wins, two draws and one loss from the start of this season, two points from a possible nine. The last thing they do the is The big pack. question they is, can Liverpool still win the title? 100%. 100%. Yeah. There's only three games in. There's 35 games to go. But they have put themselves on a massive back foot. Yeah, oh, yeah said. obviously. They're five points behind Manchester City now. Seven points behind Arsenal. Realistically, they beat City twice and they're one point ahead of City. So They've got Everton coming up. It, They've got Chelsea in the next all, five. It's still to play for. They don't need, the last thing they need to do is start panicking and start changing things. They, is it though? Could, could a change be good? Would a switch to a three back be a better no, move for Liverpool? No. Be able to make more use of Trent's attacking abilities while not seeing him defensive. Don't play three back though, does he? And well, imagine they're going to play their style, aren't they? Well, like, they change the formation randomly. They don't know. Styles can change up. Well, yeah, but if he, do, if he does it, if he, when has he ever played a three back in his career? And it doesn't mean that he's, he could never use it. Well, no, he's not going to risk it. Well, maybe something needs to change because it seemed a little stale against Manchester United. I think it, teams are now figuring out Liverpool. So I think it's just lazy. I asked the question on stream on Monday night, how long till Klopp is sacked? And I think, yeah, I think it's a very it's serious question. They don't, the last thing Liverpool did need to do is panic. It, we're three games into the Premier League no, season. It's, it's how many games it's, without a win do... Do we start going, oh, yeah. maybe Klopp should be gone? It depends what the next few results is, but what I'm saying is right now there's no need to start panicking, to start thinking about that. They just need to try and get results on the board and then see go from there. Well, I think if they don't address the issues, they're not going to get results on the board. Well, yeah, no, but the, they just need to sign something and they need a midfielder. Because Bournemouth next week, if they set up the same way Manchester United do, I think they could come over with some points. I, I, I don't know. Because uh, I think, Dossie, uh, I think if they had, if last night, if they had Nunes and Fabinho, I don't think they'd lose that game. They won't have Nunes back for I No, no, Bournemouth. no, Bournemouth are also not as good as United. Really? On the same amount of points? Even same amount of points, same amount of games? Go there. Look at the clubs they've both played. Don't know. Villa gave them Bournemouth a free win. Yeah, and then, but how do we know Bournemouth aren't actually decent? They're not. They've played City and Arsenal. There's no way they were going to look good in those games. You know, I got battered by Brentford and Brighton. Just saying, I think Bournemouth could surprise no. Liverpool. Uh, uh, no. I I think, I don't know why Klopp didn't start Fabinho. That was a stupid idea from him. I don't know what, yeah. what, what planet he was on. I think he knew what he was doing there. As I said on the stream, I think he was deliberately fielding a very weak midfield, knowing it would get overrun and then that forces FSG to make a change well, that, and bring in a midfielder. That's true. Then we don't need to, they, they don't need to worry at all. Because if he, if he purposely lost the game, then... He, I, I, I don't think he purposely lost the game. I think he purposely fielded a weak midfield. Well, no, I think... Because you've got Fabinho. Yeah, there. I know. But if, you, if you're if you purposely fielding a weak midfield, you're, you, are, you are... There's a major chance you lose the game. Yeah. Because that's just stupid. I don't think that's it. I don't think Klopp would throw away a win at United. I think he would to try and bring in another midfielder. That's what I'm saying. Then if he's done that, they don't need to panic at all. They just need to keep doing what they're doing. Because if he purposely fielded a weak midfield, which will well, be he still needs to bring in a midfielder. Yeah, no, I know but that's not panicking. It's like there's no need to worry though. Bring Fabinho in, then they'll be fine, and then they get another midfielder. I don't. Th- I don't. Again, I still don't think just bringing Fabinho in would have prevented them losing last night. 
think he would have helped, but I don't think he prevents it at all. I, th- I think United still win. Even closer. Liverpool would have been much better. I think mm. Canate in there as well, obviously, or Matip. Oh, Canate, Matip both injured. Thiago injured, Keita injured. But realistically, Joe Gomez should Nunes suspended. Firmino, Firmino also looks rubbish. He's, 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 I don't know what, he's not, he's not, he's nothing anymore. I don't know what he's, he start this start of the season, he's been rubbish. Oh, well, he was marked out of the game by Martinez and Varane. That's, it's quite easy to play against good. Roberto Firmino. Because as long as you nullify any balls coming into him, he just becomes pointless for 90 minutes. Yeah. The best work for me did was dropping really deep, getting into midfield and creating stuff from there, or trying at least to create stuff from there. Should we move on from Liverpool then, yeah. on to Leeds 3, Chelsea nil as Chelsea fans. That's a tough one to take. Thoughts, initial thoughts? Individual errors, team errors, Tuchel errors. Ooh. We'll start with individual errors. Eduard Mendy, obviously the Mendy massive the blunder. One. No one marking, and then the team error. No one marking Rodrigo That's for the second few, one. Quite a few errors now. Mendy has made. Yeah, I think. He's, Ke- I, I think was going to say. I think Kepa starts at Leicester. I, I, I think, and I've said this since he joined the club, and despite his his mistakes as well, there is a very there is a world class goalkeeper in Kepa Balaga. Kepa That's was why we paid the money for. Kepa was given a shot the first year and he did well. It was only when Carabao the Carabao Cup final came around. We had that whole weird moment, the whole fiasco. And then during the summer, his girlfriend left him. And then he was sad yeah. and angry. And Lampard came in and shit hit the fan for Kepa. I do think, though, given a run in this side, given Mendy's Definitely. poor form, this op- this does present an opportunity for us to give Kepa some minutes. Yeah, We've got Leicester. And then I can't remember who we play after that. I do think Chelsea can get into the Leicester game because I don't know who he's. I don't know who Tuchel was planning to play centre half because no, Chalibre. but he won't know. He doesn't like Chalibre. I don't know why he hasn't started Chalibre at all. But mm. I'm saying now, if we start with a back three, same as what um, Lampard did with Tomori. I don't think he's the same level as Tomori. Uh, he'll probably go. He'll probably go Kukurea, Thiago Silva, Dave, or to Kukurea, Thiago Silva, Reese, which is horrific. I don't think he'll slot Kukurea in the back three yet. I think they'll push for Fofana. Hopefully. I think potentially yeah. Kunde could join on a free with the whole weird Barcelona registration yeah. system going on at the moment. I think that'd be a fantastic bit of business from Chelsea to not pay a single penny for George Kunde. We've also got to look at this as as bad as Chelsea were, Leeds were fantastic. They've taken seven yeah. points from nine games. They sit third in the Premier League. I mean, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but do you think Leeds could be a contender for Europe? They're flying. They're absolutely flying on the Jesse Marsh. Because Aaron. people don't rate Jesse Marsh, but I think he is genuinely a top, top coach. Oh, yeah. The He's t- built a very good young team. They were so good. And they're scoring Chelsea. goals without a striker. Let's not forget that. Rodrigo, yes, he played a bit up front for Valencia, but he has not been scoring goals in the Premier League. He is now scoring a yeah. lot. Patrick Bamford has still got to come back into this side, yeah. who we know is a proven Premier He's League still goal shock. <laughs> but genuinely, with clubs like Liverpool, United struggling early season, with even Chelsea struggling early season, is there the potential with the World Cup thrown in there as well? With Leeds obviously having not as many players, they do have players, they're going to have the likes of Brendan Aronson going, but not as many players going to the World Cup. Is there a chance Leeds can make a serious push at Europe? Definitely. I think Aronson's looked phenomenal. Especially since they don't already have European yeah. competition and since they'll probably get knocked out of the cups. Rodrigo and uh, Harrison have looked really, really good. The pivot of Rocker and Adams looks solid. 
the fashion difference. Yeah. So, defend Leeds have always looked good going forward, but they mm. look so solid. They, they replaced Calvin Phillips perfectly. I think the fullback is obviously a lot more solid than Bielsa's. Yeah. Let's just stick two blokes to the back and we'll be fine. And I, the, the fact that they fielded Pascal Stroik at left back against Chelsea and won 3 0 is mental. Yeah. Because that man is not a left back. But well, he could do a job there. He's left footed, isn't yeah. he? But yeah, credit to Leeds, credit, credit to Jesse Marsh. The high press looked phenomenal. And I think they're a force They put the effort in. Chelsea ran 10 kilometres less than the Leeds players. Mm. When you consider that we were slating Manchester United just a week ago for running 8 kilometres less than Brentford, there's, they'd be hypocritical for us to not slate the Chelsea there's players. There's work to be at Chelsea. There was no work rate for Chelsea. Gave yeah. up after the first goal. I think that is a, there is a massive problem with mentality at the moment in the Chelsea squad. One yeah. goal and shit, it's the fan. And it, yeah, it's just, it doesn't seem like a great atmosphere environment around the team all no. the time. If we're winning, it's great. If we're losing, it's not. Obviously, Tottenham was a hard loss to take, well, a hard draw to take as that should have been a win. Anthony Taylor robbing us there. But I look at the side that started the game on Saturday, Sunday, sorry. And I, I think there's three players that I think should continue starting. Mm. Kukurea, Thiago I, Silva and Rhys James. I do also think that... I think James, Maybe Sterling as well. I don't think Tottenham game helped Tuchel at all. I think it rattled him. I, I think he... Because mm. at Leeds, it was poor decision after poor decision from him. And I love Thomas too. And he seemed unresponsive. I'm he was just sat Thomas on the bench. Half-time, he tear down to Leeds. Makes no change whatsoever. Makes a formation change. Waits until the it 70th minute. It wasn't a formation. Minute. It was the person on the pitch. We saw that. And and then he brings on two players in Pulisic and Ziyech. I don't know. I, leaving. I still think that the formation is has, does need a tweak. Because clearly we're not creating anything. changing. I'm just saying that individual game was to do with the personnel that were playing terribly. Yeah. Still, though, I think we don't get through, run over 3-0 by Leeds. With a different formation, I think if we chess. play like that, we do. I think you can't you can't play a midfield two and stick Conor Gallagher in there. That was the stupidest decision I've ever seen. Mm. Like you have to you have to build your formation around what players you have available. We had no Kante, we had no Kovacic. You cannot put Conor Gallagher in a two. Mm. He basically just got trial by fire, executed on his first game. Now Chelsea fans don't rate him. And it's a shame because Connor is quality, but he's already been written off because he was played out of position. It's, it's so stupid. And now it gives him a, it gives him more reason. Chelsea fans are demanding that Conor Gallagher sold and he's not good enough for Chelsea. We know Conor Gallagher is quality. If you play him in the right role, I would personally have him in a three with Kante and Kovacic or Jorginho and even Kante would work better in a three. We know those two don't really work in a two, but... Yeah, there's definitely changes needed there, I think. Yeah. Definitely need some transfers. I know we've already spent 170 mil this season, but of course FFP rules don't come into play just yet. So as long as we're confident we can make a uh, profit over the next few years, that we should be all right. I still think there's sales to happen. I think ZX on loan to Ajax is pointless. Say we want 20 mil or don't let him go. Because what is the point in loaning out Hakim Ziyech? Pulisic as well. Fuck alone to United. We're not going to strengthen a rival on loan. Either sell him or sell him abroad. Yeah. Because it's 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 within domestic, domestic within domestic transfers. I don't really know how to talk, describe it, but 
You're t- selling to a rival club. Demand a big fee. Not yeah. a loan deal. But yeah, Newcastle Man City then. The final topic. Well, not really the final topic. We've still got Arsenal to get on to. But yeah, I think Newcastle deserved the win here. But Manchester yeah. City. And you literally said this while we. Because we were in here watching the game while we were setting up for the stream on Sunday night. Sussy Dad Barca. The, the difference between Manchester City and Chelsea is that Manchester City conceded three, but they scored three. Yeah. Whereas Chelsea scored none when they conceded three. That is a difference. Manchester City creates so many chances, and it's helped out massively by the fact they have an actual striker on the they, pitch. They go, they unlike went, Chelsea, they went, two, they went one, they went two one down. They went three one down, yeah. and rather than kick their toys out the pram and play shit, Pep was frustrated, but he didn't just sit and sulk on the yeah. bench. He got up and he's told his players that they're and shy then, because City have a striker, Haaland, bang two, yeah. then then they made it three. Yeah, Easy Bernardo Silva, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do think he's looking. In, he's looking in great form, considering I don't think he'd be yeah, at the club no. at this point. I do think Kieran Trippier was very, very lucky to stay on the pitch. Uh, yeah, it, if I'm going to take out the fact he's in my fantasy team for just a moment, very lucky to something. I don't know, how, but who I would have cried if he was sent. I, I don't get how VR sort of you know the ref gave a red on pitch, and then I don't know how VR looked at it and went, "Now nah, that's a yellow." He's got a knee high on De Bruyne. This is the problem with VAR, right? Is that it just it doesn't eliminate human error. No. At all. It just basically means that there's a second chance for a human to fuck up. Yeah. Like, like even if the Mike, human on the pitch got Mike, it right Mike and Dean, then it got overturned by Mike someone Dean, who um, made an error. Was it it came out and said that he, he got the Cucurella Romero. Despite the fact that the FA said that it yeah, was within right. ro- he acted within the rules. That's quite funny. But yeah, Newcastle Mental. played superbly. What a free kick from Kieran Trippier. And then he should have been sent off. In a similar position to Leeds, Newcastle, or in a similar vein, I guess you could say, are Newcastle European challengers? Are they Five even points. top four challengers? Newcastle look a very, very good side. I think Samaxaman looks incredibly dangerous. Wilson's on fire. Trippier's fantastic. A fantastic captain. They've got a very solid defence. They concede. They didn't concede a goal for this match, did they? No. Pope looks um, magnificent. Yeah. Pope. Pope in that stopped goal. City getting four or five. Yeah. And I think the biggest criticism of Pope will always be the fact he's not great with the ball at his feet, which is why he's never been, you know, brought by a top club. But for a club like Newcastle, who aren't going to be playing. I was going to say they're not going to be playing out. Oh, beautiful out the back teak attack of football balls just over yet. The top to Saint Maximan. Sir Maxman looks so good. Very, very good. Yeah, I really rate it. I'm wrong, but Sir Maxman, what a player. We've always known he's got that natural ability within him, yeah. but he's never really shown it in the Premier League. It's fantastic. I'd take him at Chelsea over Anthony Gordon. I would not take Sir Maxman at Chelsea, yeah. I don't think he's quite the finished article. Maybe another year or two. I'd go get him than uh, Gordon. If we get Gordon... I think, th- I think also they demand a lot, a lot of a higher price, Probably. Newcastle. So I think... That's not a real realistic option. For Gordon, though, I guess we talk about him briefly. Fifty million pounds is apparently the deal that's been agreed. Absolute robbery. Anthony Gordon is not a good footballer. He's a good footballer. He's not. He's a good footballer. He's not. He's a good footballer. He he's not Chelsea quality though. He's he. Um, no. He doesn't have any Definitely. end product. He doesn't even offer anything. He doesn't have an ex- explosive pace or fantastic no. dribbling. I've never seen anything from him. Exactly. And it worries me because we've given Tuchel free reign, and yes, he could have he could absolutely smash it with Anthony Gordon. He can absolutely smash it with Aubameyang. What does Tuchel see in him? 
What does Tuchel see in Gordon? I don't understand. He wants someone that can run at players because we've not got anyone like that at the moment. Look at our front three. We need some players that run full stop. Look at the front three. Sterling, for the first time, actually ran at someone and he scored a goal. Yeah. But it was ruled out for offside. But I do think it's a completely different game if that goal goes in. Yeah. I think Chelsea then... Ran. Or the first one where it no, was on side confidence. a bit wide. Yeah. We had a few chances like that. But again, Havertz and Mount just didn't put themselves in positions to get involved. Anyway, moving on. Yes, exactly. Can anyone stop Arsenal now? No. Like, you think Arsenal are going to win the Premier League? Their biggest test will be Man City. United, sorry, is their next big game. Uh, they've got I'm, three matches between I know, and this is what I'm saying. Everyone else has had to play a tough side. Chelsea and Tottenham had to play each other. Liverpool and United had to play each other. Who the fuck have City played? Newcastle, very, very tough okay. side. Um, Arsenal. The difference is, Arsenal, yes, they will, they, they'll have got some tough fixtures against big sides. But the difference is, they've had, a, they've had the, their first, first couple of games... They've had just to rack up goal difference and rack up goals. So now, because they've because they've played, Palace... I don't think they've had easy games though. Well, no, but, but Bournemouth, there's, there's come a... on, they just sang Saliba song for ninety Mate, minutes and we're having a party. Bournemouth beat Aston Villa, so I suggest you pipe down. Oh yeah, no, Villa are shit. Right, um, <laughs> but <laughs> don't give me. I, th- I think the difference between Arsenal and and most other sides right now is Arsenal look to be able to break down any defense. Yeah. And because, as I was about to say, um, is that because they fantastic had, because of the, the easier games of Palace and Bournemouth. They've and racked up points in confidence. And also, now, because of those two games and they've won them, Jesus is in form, Odegaard's in form, Martinelli's in form, Saka's in form. All their players are in form. Even Saliba. They've also made fantastic signings. They've made, oh, Gabriel Jesus looks like a different player. Mm. We, he... he He's he, we knew he yeah, had in that central to role with a more and now he's been given a starting more impetus on him having to score goals. He looks really really good, and I do yeah. think I do think Arsenal is going it's going to take a lot to stop them. And I think the only team that can stop them are Manchester City. Interesting. I would disagree. Right now, right now, Liverpool look not great. Chelsea look not great. Tottenham always. Tottenham are a good side. But they always struggle against the big sides. I think Manchester United will be Arsenal in two weeks. Now that would say something for Eric Ten Hag. I think Manchester United look a better side than Arsenal, and I know that sounds mental considering Arsenal have won every game so far, and United have lost to Brentford and and Brighton the way they did. But I think you put Casemiro in there over McTominay. I don't really see a weakness in Manchester United's team. Yeah. And Arsenal, I think, have not been tested defensively. And when they have, they conceded two at Leicester. Yeah. Yes, Arsenal really good going forwards. But if United can keep that quiet, which they Too did fair. against Liverpool... One of the goals at Leicester was a horrific own goal from Saliba. Genuinely, watching it Saturday Night Football did my head in for the whole 90 minutes. Saliba! To be fair, like, Arsenal fans must be loving it. And I, don't, yeah. I do not blame them. Fair enough, they've, they've, they've had so years many years of shit. shit. <laughs> and now, this is the first year they're right up there. So yeah. sing Saliba for 90 minutes, Arsenal fans. Hats off Enjoy to it you. while it lasts, because yeah. Chelsea are coming. No, I can't even say that serious. I can't. Say. Genuinely, I think, we could, I think we're in trouble against Leicester. Right, should we talk about the only other club we've not talked yeah. about yet? I've put the question, are Tottenham good enough to no. fight for the title? As I just said... Tottenham will beat all the lip, all the sides like Wolves, I don't think like will. Southampton. 
But the thing they struggle against is they don't pick up results against the big sides. We saw they, I mean, they luckily, luckily drew to Chelsea. I completely disagree with what you've just said. I completely disagree. Look at last season when they were able to pick up results against Liverpool, Manchester City. It was games with against the smaller sides where they'd struggle and they'd throw away wins. I look at Tottenham, I believe, last year they lost in the league. I can't remember which game. Themselves. Brighton, I meant. Yeah. For some reason, I said that. Yeah. I think Tottenham really struggle to break down teams sometimes. But look at Wolves, they only won 1 0. Mm. I think that Arsenal side puts three or four passes. Another thing for well. Arsenal, which I just want to mention very quickly, is Pedro Neto. Seems to be joining Arsenal for 50 million. Just, kind of just another fantastic title, attacker right? to him. Invincible season again. Tottenham oh. Tottenham also looking in the transfer market though. Rusan Malinovsky will add something to the midfield. Zaniolo is very good going forward. I, I think though, with Son yet to score. Son, you son, son is pissing me off because he's in my fantasy team and he's not done anything. He's picked up very, very simple goals, but I guess that's what you need to do. Kulusevsky, right? Richardson hasn't done anything. I think Emerson Royale Law is a liability. Yeah. Because there could be just one game where he gets torn a new one by a tricky winger. And but Emerson's looked good this season, so I think that's has. a little harsh. But they have only played Wolves, who he was marking. Who was he marking? No one. Chelsea, who he, he could have had a lie down down well, on I the mean, left. Chelsea looked better than Tottenham in that game. A lot better. Chelsea played fantastically. Which then surprised me as to how we got torn apart by Leeds. But, but yeah, Tottenham, they'll, they'll be up there. They're not gonna, I don't think they can fight for the title. I think Arsenal and City mm. just look... Because uh, I know it's early, but it's a statement when asked, when you win your first three games. When you, you're 3-1 down, yeah. you get it back to 3-3. Three, three. It doesn't make a statement when you're 2-0 down to Leeds at half-time. Yeah, I think though Tottenham a little bit ruled out at the moment. They are a point ahead of Manchester City. Sorry, level on points with Manchester City. They have. They are the only side in the top five or so that's played a massive club, I think. I know, but they got lucky. Other than, I guess, like Newcastle. The difference is they won't get that lucky against a City or a Liverpool. Because it's not I disagree. Look at, I don't think they will be unlucky or lucky in those games. Look at the way that they beat Man City last year. Look at the way they beat Liverpool. They've shown that they know how to beat these top, top sides or at least mix it. Even when the squad's playing badly, Firstly, I don't I doubt think, for a second that Tottenham beat those sides. I think all six of the top six sides will beat Liverpool this year. At least once. Oh. I think City, Arsenal, Tottenham and Chelsea. No, I back Chelsea still. to fucking throw away. Yeah. Oh, just do something You're stupid. Second in Take three points. I, I think no, they won't be second. Twentieth. Chelsea are in big trouble. If we do not get a result, if we don't get a result at Leicester, we need to start having a think. I put them top of the league in the Premier League prediction. I need to start doing that. It's, I it doesn't Tottenham. work. I did not see Arsenal win this good. They look unstoppable at the moment. I thought they'd be good, but I thought they'd run out of steam eventually. I thought they'd start well and run out of steam. So maybe I'll still be right. Because yeah. they're the only side that haven't gone under, uh, undergone any massive changes this year. Honestly, City are adapting to Haaland, Liverpool adapting to Nunes, Chelsea adapting to having any quality players in their Ar- team. Arteta and Vieira are clear as like the best you know, player managers, obviously recently. recently. <laughs> managers this... that used to be players, yeah, recent right. players that... No, no, managers. Not like, player managers. Yes. You're going to see Vieira go running on there. We need, a, we need some box-to-box in here. Get off to Corey, I'm coming on. Like, that would be brilliant. Lampard, the likes. Who's going to No. 
Or oh. Mik- Mikel Arteta is just furious at Shaka and makes this makes a change. Hope Team Gerard Agonda Villa get uh, Gerard out. I am Gerard Maybe out. in the starting eleven. Maybe that'll help. Mm. If he's just slapping the bench from forty yeah. yards, <laughs> somehow mm-hmm. just puts John McGinn on right wing. I'll cry. I do want Gerard gone. Hashtag Gerard out. Wow. Controversy today at Villa Park. Wow. The Ismaila Sardils was a weird one. He cancelled it. Who, who goes for a player and then an ab, you know, right before you about the degree the deal goes, actually, well, nah, don't From what I've heard, they had reservations about the deal and Watford were complicating it because they wanted either Courtney House or Cameron Archer on loan. Now... They got Courtney House on loan. Villa then still loaned Courtney House. I don't know what the problem was. Well, it, but... was, well first it was believed the deal, the problem Strange. was at Watford's end. Then it was then it was believed that the problem was personal terms of Saar. And then it came out that Gerard had second thoughts. I mean, I I agree so with the deal. No, I agree with the deal to n- not sign of Massa. No. We need someone. Sar is not that someone. And if we don't sign a You've half. got a 40 hundred wingers who can just run. They're not really good though. That's do all Sar does. Go get Anthony Gordon. Right. That's going to round up. No, I will genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to round up today's podcast it's been a decent episode I hope you've all enjoyed it at home if you're out get involved in the comments section if you're on YouTube of course leave a like subscribe all that good stuff just tells us that you're enjoying the stuff we're making and yeah get involved in the comments I want to know do you think Liverpool are out of the title race do you think that Liverpool need to bring some titles in can anyone stop Arsenal and are Tottenham good enough to fight for the title they're the questions we want answered down in the comments below of course if you are on Spotify head on the words if you're on Spotify, head on over to the YouTube and get involved. And if you're on YouTube, head on over to the Spotify if you want to listen to just the audio of all of these episodes. But yeah, that is all for today. Thank you all very much for watching or listening. And we'll see you next time. See ya.